Hi there, welcome to Embrace Your In-Between by Wider Visions. I am your host, Megan Shackleton, a certified transformational life coach and the founder of Wider Visions. At Wider Visions, our mission is to support your growth and expansion into the wider vision of your life. We are a platform where you can go to grow and we offer coaching courses and community to help you expand into who you'd like to be and the life you'd like to live. On this podcast, we engage in real conversations and share actionable growth guidance to help you embrace your in-between, the space between where you are today and where you want to be. Because after all, in the in-between is where all the growth happens. Hi, friends. I hope that you're having an amazing week. We have a short and sweet episode for you this week on the topic of failure. So today I had a new friend date. We went out to lunch and I was really excited to finally be connecting with this individual. We have a lot of mutual friends. We've been in each other's orbits. And as one does when you're introducing yourself or getting to know yourself, I started giving her my background on how I got into coaching, what inspired Wire Visions, and my real estate business, Good Bones Group. And most of our mutual friends come from my first business, Moxie Made. And so she asked me a question that when she asked me, I gave a pretty short answer to. But when I was driving home, I started to reflect on it more. She asked me, do you feel like you failed? Do you feel like Moxie Made was a failure? And... In short, I said, no, I I don't feel like that was a failure. And then the conversation just kind of progressed. And when I was driving home, I started to reflect on what is my relationship to failure? Do I believe in failure? And so I wanted to invite you all to also ponder that question. It's interesting because when she just innocently asked that question, I was a little surprised, not because it's a bad question to ask, but because failure is not even a word that's really in my repertoire now. I don't really look at things as successes or failures. There definitely was an old version of me that, you know, that recovering maldat perfectionist version of me that was an overachiever and really tied her sense of being and her sense of confidence and self-worth to achievements that was very failure-driven. And when I say failure-driven, I mean I was really driven to succeed and to perform and to do well because I was afraid of failure. When I started MoxieMade, I had been sitting on the idea of MoxieMade for four years. Four years of holding myself back, four years of getting excited to ramp up and start and then stalling, four years of feeling not worthy, not enough, like my idea was not good and no one was going to be interested. And the main underlying fear of those four years was failure. I was so afraid of failing. And so it's almost humorous to me now and really shows me just how far I've come in my self-love and soul growth journey that being asked if I felt like stopping that business was a failure 
felt surprising because it's not even in my consciousness anymore. No part of me feels any shame or any baggage around stopping that business. And I think as I start exploring, do I still believe in the concept of failure? The answer is I'm not sure, but I definitely know that I no longer think in that very binary way of this was a success, this was a failure anymore. It reminds me of Carol Dweck's the psychologist that created growth mindset or fixed mindset and her concept and research around that. She was really instrumental in defining what a fixed mindset was and what a growth mindset was and the behaviors and belief systems of individuals that embodied those two types of mindsets. So if you have a fixed mindset, those are Individuals that believe that their abilities, their talents are static and unchangeable. So it's believing that your qualities are predetermined and innate and that you really can't grow and evolve, that you can't reach new levels. It's this intense entanglement with fear of failure, not wanting to try anything new, giving up easily when challenges come, feeling like constructive criticism is a personal attack. Whereas Carol explains that a growth mindset are individuals that really believe that their abilities and their talents and their intelligence can be developed and improved over time through effort, resilience, adaptability, perseverance, Individuals with a growth mindset believe that we all have certain starting points that are our baseline, but that we can always be improving, always be growing, always be involving. And so they look at quote unquote failures as learning opportunities, as opportunities for growth. And there's much more of a focus on valuing the process and finding meaning in the process to those goals and those achievements and viewing effort as a way to get there. So this question made me realize and brought to my consciousness that I truly am living in that growth mindset space. One of my biggest values and what inspired Wider Visions is that I personally always want to be growing and evolving from a place of self-love. So holding that belief that my worth is intrinsic I am enough just the way I am, and it's part of our human nature. It's part of our DNA to constantly be growing, to be evolving, to wanting to learn, to wanting to stretch, to wanting to expand. And so it also made me realize how I'm no longer as motivated or shackled or holding myself back in order to not fail, whether that be overworking myself, overexerting myself, trying to be perfect, trying to not make mistakes, right? Being motivated for fear of failure in that way or not allowing myself to really take action in ways that feel really stretchy and exciting in my wider vision. And so ask yourself, which space are you living in? Are you living in that more binary way of looking of success and failure, fixed growth? And how are you being motivated by fear of failure right now? Is it motivating you? 
Is it, is your fear of failure holding yourself back in some way from going after that wider vision, from going after something that you really want to do? Or is that fear of failure causing you to push yourself to the limit in order to not drop the ball, not make a mistake? Because we're human. For so long, I operated wanting to be like perfect and subhuman. For so long, I operated wanting to be perfect and any mistakes felt like they were a mark against my confidence and my self-worth. And so if you're living in that space of being held back because of fear of failure in the future and not allowing yourself to go after your wider vision, a way to reframe that is you're already failing ahead of time then. When you don't go after or allow yourself to try what's really on your heart, what's feeling soul-led, then you're already failing. You're failing ahead of time. Another way that we can look at failure or look at challenges or bumps that come down the road as a reason to quit. We can think, okay, that didn't work out. It's not meant for me. That launch didn't work. No one bought my program. I'm not meant to do this. And instead, what that does is, again, it looks at those achievements and those outcomes as all or nothing. What if you just looked at those moments as a not yet? I'm working my way to my vision and it's not here yet. It's not yet, but I'm getting closer. Another reframe that I love if you're feeling paralyzed by the fear of failure in not wanting to make mistakes, not wanting to do anything wrong. What if you just looked at these moments as experiments? I loved that. Taylor Elise Morrison of Inner Workout, who we connected on the podcast earlier this season, looks at changes in her business as experiments. And I love that because it, A, creates a neutrality around the outcome. And also, like in a science experiment, when you fail, quote unquote, when your hypothesis doesn't isn't true. It's not really a failure because you learned something from it. You got more information. You took data points away that are going to inform your next actions. And so when something doesn't go the way you have planned, so when something doesn't go the way you have planned, can you look at it as an experiment? Lastly, what I think is also important to touch on in the concept of failure is giving ourselves permission to change our mind. Ultimately, for me, while I loved that first business, if I was being honest with myself, there were things that I didn't love about the business model. There were things that didn't necessarily feel sustainable. And sometimes the universe forces us to take action in ways that we might have not been ready to do consciously ourselves. So you get fired from that job that you really didn't like and you've been hoping to change for a long time. Or that not-so-perfect fit partner breaks up with you. Sometimes the universe pushes us because the pain pushes until the vision pulls. 
so that we are pushed so that we are pushed out of complacency and into that new direction that's going to be more soul-led and aligned. Sometimes people crave a story that makes sense, a story that has an ending that you might anticipate. And so for me, that might have been selling the business or continuing to do the business. I don't know. But what I think is really brave is when people give themselves permission to change their mind. No decision is final. And with that thought process, it's also anchoring into trust that if you if it no longer feels aligned, something better is out there for you. And then having the courage to lean into that calling, having the courage to trust where your soul and your intuition are guiding you, even if it doesn't make sense on paper. And so to wrap up, what is your relationship to failure? Do you believe in failure? Do you think in line of successes and failures. How is failure motivating you? How is fear of failure motivating your future actions? Is it or is it not? And are there any areas of your life that you're actively building that you can start looking at your actions as experiments versus getting so attached to this micro outcome that it's stopping you from seeing that bigger picture that you're moving towards your vision. And lastly, are there any areas of your life that aren't a good fit, but you're so afraid of what other people might think that you're staying complacent? Can you take action to shake that up, to move in the direction that feels really good and juicy and soul-led, aligned, so the universe doesn't have to push you there. Sending you lots of love. As always, send me a DM. Let me know how this resonated for you. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Embrace Your In-Between by Wider Visions. I'd love to end by having you ask yourself, what is one thing you will do this week to step into your wider vision? What is one commitment that you want to make to your growth and expansion? If this podcast sparks some self-insight or self-discovery, we would so appreciate you sharing with your community, subscribing to be in the know for future episodes, and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. As always, reach out on Instagram or TikTok at Wider Visions or my personal handle at Megan.Sheckleton to let us know how we can support your expansion. Until next time, set the intention to embrace your in-between.